Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff Kinsbach. Hi, and I'm Patty. And we live full-time in our RV and just drive around and travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That's what we, we sure do. do. And these podcasts that we do are about shortening the learning curve for you so you don't make the mistakes we've made. And we give you tips and ideas on how to make your life on the road much easier, how to save time, how to save money, so you can concentrate more on just enjoying yourselves. Now, we just recently returned from New England and Nova Scotia. Talk about enjoying ourselves. Beautiful places. But right after we left, Nova Scotia took a direct hit from Hurricane Fiona. So sad. Well, our friends, Dave and Valerie, they're the owners of the high-class ocean campground. You just got off the phone with Valerie. Mm-hmm. And she said, for the most part, everything is okay. Yeah, just a couple of small trees down. Mm-hmm. But they did have beach erosion. Right. Because of that powerful surge. Yeah, they lost a good couple feet there. Oh, that's too bad. Mm -hmm. And our whole idea was to leave Nova Scotia and head down the East Coast, eventually winding up in Key West. Well, it's a good thing we keep our eye on the weather, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because the Atlantic has been very active with hurricanes, and Hurricane Ian hit Florida and hit Florida hard. There's a lot of damage. I'm sure any help that you can provide, especially by donating to reputable charities, will go a long way. But this is the time of year that many start traveling to Florida for the winter. I don't have to tell you that many areas will not be open for a long time. So if you do have plans, check to make sure your destination is okay as well as the surrounding area. It's important that crews work with the least amount of interference. Well, since it's coming up on two years that we've been living and traveling in our RV, we thought we'd give you five important tips that have helped us a lot. There are certain products that have made life on the road easier for us, as well as a few things to remember so you don't cause expensive damage to your rig. That can happen fast. Here's the first tip. Ready? Extensions. I know what you're thinking. What? One of the best things we ever did was to purchase a 50-amp extension cord for our RV. Oh, we didn't know we needed it until we needed it. Yes. And we're so glad we have it. Yeah, because because we've used it quite a few times. And there were times we could have used it. Yes. But we didn't have it. Right. It gives you more options. It does. On how to camp. You never know if that electric box is going to be just a little bit too far from where you're parked. Right. Maybe you want to face a lake 
or turn that camper or RV around so that you're not facing, you know, a bunch of other RVs. You're facing a good scenery. Right. That extension cord can really make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. It gives you more options. Oh, yeah. And you can get them in all sorts of different lengths. I think we've got a 50-footer. Mm-hmm. Because we did. Because it's huge. Mm-hmm. And it really works out well. And you can also get a 30-amp mm-hmm. extension, too, right? Right, you yeah. You have to get a 50, but you can get a 30-amp if you're a 30-amp trailer or coach or whatever, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the 50 amp will work with all the conversions as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So that's what we recommend. Mm-hmm. Not only an extension cord, but also increase your options by having a sewer hose extension. Yes. Because if you do turn around and you're facing the lake and you have your extension cord for your electric, chances are your sewer hose is not going to be able to reach the drain. Right. So get that extension for that and you have no worries. Mm -hmm. Now we've been in just regular spots where the sewer is at the rear of the RV and our regular sewer hose won't reach that far. Mm -hmm. So we had to get an extension. Before we got the extension, we had to position the RV back by the sewer or we had to basically not hook up the sewer. And then when we needed it, we'd have to take the RV off the jacks, back Back it up, up. attach the sewer hose, Mm -hmm. and it was a pain you know where. Oh, yeah. One other thing, a fresh water hose extension as well. Yes, be sure you have an extra one of those also. Yeah, because you never know where they put the water faucet or the water spigot. Mm -hmm. And being able to reach it with the hose, the extensions, really increases your options on how you can position your rig. Absolutely. And we want you to have the best view possible. Now, where can you get these things? We have them on our website, rockingthervlife.com. Mm-hmm. We have an Amazon storefront. So just go into rockingthervlife.com and click on Amazon and you go right to our storefront. All those are in there. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, they're going to make a whole lot of money on this. No, we barely make a little commission mm-hmm. on it. This is for your knowledge. Mm-hmm. And if you do buy it off our site, yeah, we make a little bit of a commission. But you pay the same whether you yeah. buy it off our site or you don't. So you might as well get it there. Yes. It's that easy. That's what we have used. We have tested it. We have used it. It works. Okay. Number two. Number two. We're going to talk about your sewer connection. This is important. This is something that we have been through and have dealt with and think that if we tell you about this now it'll save you some hassles that we've had Mm -hmm. when you arrive at a campsite and you're starting to hook up your rv and you come to the sewer connection usually you take off the cap from your sewer output and when you take that cap off sometimes you get a little surprise the valves have leaked Maybe you went over a lot of big bumps. Who knows what the case might have been. But those valves, especially over a period of time, will start to leak. Sometimes you take that cap off and it's just a couple of drops of water. Other times, it's more. And we've had people tell us they've had some really nasty surprises. How do you deal with that? Okay, you could take the rig back to the dealer or have it in for service and replace those sewer valves. That's probably the best thing to do. But 
If you're on the road and you don't have time for that, you can get a Camco ready-to-use gate valve with a built-in clear adapter. It actually goes on to the output of your sewer pipe, and it's like a third valve. It's not the black valve, it's not the gray, it's the third valve that closes off your sewer pipe. It will not leak, and it has a clear part that you can actually see if anything is in there. Mm -hmm. It closes it off right there. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. So if your valves on your RV have leaked, you can see it in that clear part. But you can still hook up your hose and not have any surprises on mm -hmm. you and not get wet or anything like that. And then you open that third valve and you drain it. Mm -hmm. It works really well. What about the people that I'm sure this has happened a lot, that when they remove the cap from their sewer hose, mm -hmm. they had forgotten to close the valve? Oh, that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. It really does. So yeah. this kind of prevents that as well. I have a story to tell. Remember when we were in Sturbridge, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. we were staying at a campground and they didn't have sewer hookups in all of the campsites. Right. So there was a guy that went around pulling a... Honey wagon. Yep. I guess uh, you call it the honey wagon. Yeah. A big tank. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was the guy that would go to the RVs and empty the tanks. Yep. And empty the tanks into his big container. Right. So we had been waiting that day for him and, and we finally see him coming and it's like, okay, good. So I was watching out the window because he was at the one next to us. Right. Well, it was kind of in front of us the way we were laid out. And so I was watching him to see how he does it. And he goes over there and he opens up the valve and it just comes gushing out. Oh, it was horrible. And I thought, oh no, those people left the valve open. Mm -hmm. Well, somebody left the valve open right but i think what happened was i realized this afterwards and, and of course he hurried up and he put his hose on there but he got all wet right and of course i i believe what happened was <laughs> because when he came to us he was talking about it and he said oh last time he was doing this he was in a big hurry because it was so hot right. it was like in the 90s yeah he was so hot and he just wanted to get it done i think he left a lot he, of valves open he, he wasn't probably did. thinking you know yeah but uh yeah so real nice guy with a dirty job a yeah. job that none of us would like I'll tell I tipped him 10 bucks yeah you did that was nice but the because the good, he deserved it yeah you know? but the good thing about it was it must have been the gray tank because when they empty the tanks usually it's the black first and then the gray so right. that gray would have been left open so hopefully it was just the gray water coming out on him <laughs> i hope so yeah still that's yeah you wouldn't want that on you and make sure if you get this third valve that you get the campco valve there's another manufacturer on the market oh not as good huh no it leaks and the hoses loosen up on oh. it Gosh. So you don't want a hose to loosen up on you. So make sure it's the Camco valve. That's the best one. And it's also on our website, rockingthervlife.com. Now, I know it's not the most pleasant thing to talk about, but this tip can save you from dealing with an unwanted mess. And when you deal with sewage issues, you don't want any surprises. All right. Ready for tip number three? This is Patty's favorite because she loves to have this out all the time, the awnings. Oh, I do. I love to have the awning out. But before I know it, Jeff's saying, let's put them in. 
just a little bit of a wind scares him. Well, it's like, it's okay. It's not, it's fine, you know? So Famous last words. You yeah. know what it costs to replace an oh, awning? yeah. It's expensive. But the important thing is to put it in if you're leaving. If you're going to go to the store, if you're going to go to the beach or to the mountains or a hike, you better close that awning before you go. And close it before you go to bed. Yeah, because, oh uh, yes, because you never know when a gust of wind's going to come up mm-hmm. and Boy, those things are expensive to repair. They're expensive, and I'll tell you, they're like a sail in the air. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they will just tear and come off and yeah. break some of the mechanism. Oh, yeah. So if you use your awnings, make sure you're careful. Check the weather. Check for wind gusts. Yes. And by all means, take them in at night. Right. That's important. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of them out at night in the campgrounds. Yeah, you do. And you see a lot of them, you know, unattended. People have gone for the day and the wind picks up. I'll tell you, I've seen some awnings really fly. I've never seen one get all ripped to shreds, but I've seen it come close. Yeah, we saw that one, remember? We Mm -hmm. were sitting there and the RV was next to us and all of a sudden a big gust of wind and we saw that thing fly up and it was like... Oh, yeah. I hope that's okay. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right. Tip number four. This is really important. Picnic tables. We all love picnic tables. They're great. You know, you set up your rig, you put stuff on your picnic table, but what was on that picnic table before you got to that site? Now, I don't know about you, but I've seen some picnic tables that are atrocious. Grease on them, all sorts of stuff. But I remember we pulled into a site and we were getting set up and I was taking the bikes off and I was going to lean them against the picnic table and the lady next door to us and the campsite next to us came out and she said, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't touch your picnic table. And it was like, what, what, what? What's going on? She said, the people before you had pets and they put their pet poop bags on the picnic table. Oh. So what do you do in that case? You get picnic table covers Mm -hmm. you can get them i guess they're elastic or yeah fitted covers for the bench seats and for the tabletop Mm -hmm. and everything that we talk about is going to be listed in the description you can get these in different colors they're plaid they're so pretty Mm -hmm. and uh yeah check it out yeah they just hold on with elastic Mm -hmm. so that they don't blow off well of course if you get a hurricane they're gonna blow off right but they're really a handy dandy thing because you sit on the bench or you put your plates or your food on the table Mm -hmm. and like i say some of the picnic tables that we've come across have just been wretched yes oh yes (laughs) they've been bad yes so you just don't know what people have done before you and you know most of us are really good campers and we don't do that sort of stuff but unfortunately some people do you just never know now just to kind of recap real quick we've talked about how important it is to have extensions electrical sewer and water it just gives you more options on how you can position your rig in a campsite we talked about the extra sewer valve that keeps things clean awning awareness you don't want your awning to act like a sail and get all ripped up and also picnic table covers the last tip we have for you today is a compact foldable ladder this is something patty found oh i did i found it and i love it it folds up to about well it's five feet tall and it folds up to about four by four Mm -hmm. we store it underneath and i use it to wash the windshield I think it weighs about 12 pounds, so it's pretty handy to have around. Now, even if you live in a house, 
it would be perfect because you can store it in the closet inside the house. You don't have to go out to the garage to get a ladder, a big ladder or something. Yeah. The one thing that's really good about it is how it just folds up mm-hmm. into a four inch by four inch narrow post. Yes. And you can slide it into the cargo compartment underneath the RV. That's how we store ours. Mm-hmm. And it has four rubberized feet. It has a strap and a hook that kind of keeps it closed when you're carrying around. But it's real easy for you to carry it, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. It's so light. Now, I've talked to somebody, and he said he had one, and he stores it in his sewer tube. He has an extra sewer tube that he stores it in. Is that on the back of the bumper? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where he puts the ladder. Yeah. That's Uh really hilarious. Yeah, because it's so compact. It won't rust. And you can reach just about anything. Ours is what, five feet? We got the five foot one. We do. You can get a six foot one double sided. Ours is a five foot single side. Mm hmm. It's great. The one thing I will say is you got to be kind of careful because it is easy to pinch your finger or your hand. Oh, yeah. But if you're careful. Just be real careful folding it up. Yeah. And it's not real sturdy. You just got to be careful when you're getting up there. Like when I do the windshield, I have to be very careful and go very slow. (laughs) She is obsessed. If we get a bug on the windshield. Oh, I can't stand the bugs uh, on the windshield. It's almost like, oh, Jeff, you got to pull over. We got to get the bug off the windshield. What? Uh, Are you kidding me? We got to make time today. things. Drives me crazy. Oh my gosh, I hate those things. (laughs) Well, I'm not a fan of bugs either, especially mosquitoes. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. If we stop at a rest area or if we go get gas, I have to take that ladder out just to climb up and wash that windshield. I can't believe it. (laughs) I will be filling up the 100-gallon tank full of diesel fuel, and the pumps are usually messy, so that's a pain. And then I have to put the DEF in, the diesel exhaust fluid, and then I come around the side. I just want to have lunch or a cup of coffee, and here's Patty with the ladder out saying, you got to get to the top of this because I can't reach the top of the windshield, so just step up here. I'll hold the ladder for you. It's like, oh, (laughs) He gets so mad at me when I do it at a gas station. And truckers are looking at me and looking at her and wondering what the heck is going on. Who's this blonde washing the windshield? But hey, I have a clean windshield. Yeah, that's true. Another thing I have to say, this is really interesting about Jeff, because as long as I've known him and we've been together, he's never been one to wash windows. Never liked washing windows. So it's always been me. So guess who always washes the windshield of the RV? Me. Yeah. So... The ladder is great. Maybe a six-foot ladder next time. Oh, no, not that. But that's the reason I married you. But you know, when we get the (laughs) ladder To wash the windows, to do all the windows. When we get that ladder (laughs) If it wasn't for me, your windows would be always dirty. (laughs) People will come up to us and say, hey, where'd you get that ladder? Uh I mean, that's really funny how people will do that. Mm -hmm. They see that device, you know. Yep. And you can get it on Amazon. We'll have the link in the description below. Yeah. And one thing that's really important here, we see a lot of RVs with ladders strapped to the ladders on the back of the RV. Now, I know that sounds kind of funny, but we see RVs with factory installed ladders on the back. They do that so you can access the roof. And many will strap bicycles or ladders to those factory ladders. That's not good because the factory ladders can come loose and they only support a certain amount of weight. They're not made for that. I've seen people with Warner ladders strapped to the back of the RVs. Those things are heavy. Don't do that. 
You ever drive down the freeway and see a ladder? You know it came off an RV. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great ladder, that foldable little ladder, and I think it's actually made by GP Logistics. Mm-hmm. And you can find it on our website, yep. rockinthervlife.com. All right, we're out of time for this week. Hopefully, you can take those tips and use them to your advantage. And like Patty says, you can use that ladder around home if you want as well. We're getting ready now to head to the Southwest because this winter, we have some big plans. Oh, we do. But I've got some plans for you right now, Jeff. You do, huh? That black tank and gray tank need to be dumped. You can go use your third valve. Oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you pull out your little ladder and do the windshield so we'll be able to see when we drive. Oh, I got your ladder right here. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends. <laughs>